Okay, so okay, I call him like hello. Hey, and uh, hey, um, my name's Holden, and I, I, you know, I had some fraud. Like, okay, okay, let me look up your account. Uh, what's your last name? I'm like, okay, it's Holden. It's H O L D E N. Like, okay, what's your first name? Like, oh, well, it's also Holden. It's spelled the same way. Oh, okay. Sorry. What's what's uh, what's your last name? It's no. They're both they're both Holden. They're spelled the same way. It's H-O-L-D-E-N. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I see that now. (laughs) I'm Giddy Nathan. And I'm Samer Kalaf. And this is Name Dropping, a show about having to pull out your ID to prove that your name is real. So back when we announced Name Dropping on the post on Defector, there were a lot of comments they're all supportive, excited for the show. But uh, one comment stood out in particular. It was from the handle Holden Squared. And it read, My first and last names are both Holden. Thank you for letting me be your first guest. So we reached out to Holden, and he actually did want to show up and talk to us uh, for our podcast. And we had a great conversation about how he got his name, very common and obvious jokes and little interactions that he has over and over throughout his life and how that's sort of shaped his sensibility and sense of self. Glad to have you on the show. Also, Holden Holden is a Defector subscriber. So, you know, really living the dream here. I almost wore a shirt, but I thought that would be too, like, on the nose. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, this this is going to mostly be for us and less so for the listeners but if you could hold up an id or something just to confirm that your name is holden twice yeah uh if you have anything handy uh, what about a covid vax card is that is that topical yeah, if it's good I, enough for bars it's good for, for... yeah <laughs> assuming this is real holden. okay holden holden is vaccinated and has received his booster ready to go so hot vax winter <laughs> Uh, do you have a middle name? I have two middle names, oh. and neither of them mean anything. The origin of Holden Holden is also not that interesting. My, I, I don't know a ton about my dad's side of the family, and my mother is what I would probably call an unreliable narrator. <laughs> so I have like pieces of origin story that I've sort of formed into this picture. But so my mother's father, his name is something normal like Saul. Um, but he went by people call him Holden, his last name, affectionately, I guess. He died a month before I was born. So in memoriam, I guess, my first name is is Holden. Now, what happens next is confusing to me because like my, my mom knew her last name was also Holden. And so I don't know if she like planned to marry my dad, and then it would change just sort of naturally. Um, they did not get married, so it sort of saved the same. Um, there is another explanation that she thought Holden Holden looked nice written out on paper, which is uh, you know fine for a reason to name someone something, um, and it it should she should not be blamed that after the age of thirteen, like I I would never write my full name on paper again in my life. <laughs> um so yeah it, that it, it is it is sort of it the, the origins are hazy i guess of holden holden do you ever sign your name 
with the with the middle names or is it just straight up Holden and then Holden again? It's only Holden, Holden, because I never learned how to make a cursive capital G, or at least I don't remember how Oh, to. that's a fun one. That's the only, that's the only one I like. Like all loopy, yeah, I think, probably. Exactly. Yeah. But the best part about, well, I don't know about the, well, the good part of a signature is, but the two Holdens are never the same. <laughs> like, you'd think it would be very easy to just do one and then the other. <laughs> but I guess I get bored by the second one, and I mix it all up, and I try and make the H all interesting. Fatigue sets in after the first Holden. Yeah, right. I'm so tired. I just got to get through this next one. <laughs> Do you remember like the first time like the name felt more like an obstacle to you or something that people reacted to in a way that you weren't expecting? You get a lot of Catcher in the Rye mm-hmm. references just because that's the like the only holding people might know casually but my my first memory of being like this is a weird name comes from elementary school in like third grade and i remember i was i transferred to a new school and there was a student named francesco 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 and everyone in the class was very excited that there was like another person who had this what made they might have thought was a problem <laughs> um but yeah that was the first time i was like oh like people are named like sarah and like <laughs> mike <laughs> did you feel outdone by francesco cubed yeah dude absolutely stole my thunder what are we doing here do you, get, do you guys keep my in touch? only claim no I, no uh-uh. I, I transferred schools that year probably like six seven times so i don't remember any person from that time period got it oh I guess because you transferred so much, you were constantly in a position of reintroducing yourself as Holden Holden. Yeah, that was sort of a foundational time for, uh, and really having the name Holden Holden in general is a very good icebreaker, Mm -hmm. but you have to, the thing about icebreakers is like, you have to want to be the one to initiate conversation. Um, And so when someone finds out that you have this fact about you, you will have to talk about it. And sometimes in my life, I would, I would get mad or like, not mad, but like, like, oh my God, do we really have to do this again? again?" Like exasperated. Yeah. At this point, I have come to terms with it. Like it's inevitable that conversation. So I might as well enjoy Mm -hmm. it. I think it was again, foundational for like a lot of things I'm interested in now. Like I'm interested in like comedy. Um, I always wanted to be like a game show host. Um, So I think this like forced spotlight definitely left an impression on the type of future and I guess present that I'm in now. I'm 32. I'm not a game show host yet, but maybe one still day. Jeopardy is still looking. Still time. Think, so. There's this theory called um, nominative determinism. And so like a great like present day example is like you're saying Bolt, right. right? So like he's real fast and he has the last name Bolt. Um, but then there's like a bunch of smaller examples. So like, you know, there's like a, a judge whose last name is judge or like a lawyer's last name is law. But when I found out about that theory, I was like, fuck yeah. Destiny has nothing on me. Like I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Wasn't there a like very famous lawyer named like learned hand or something like, Ooh, that's like a good one. Involved in jurisprudence or something. Yeah. Or like a dentist named like smiling. Yeah. Former judge of the U S district court for New York. Yeah. Billings learned oh. hand. <laughs> Wow. I mean, that's, you gotta be a lawyer. What else can you do? Um, I'm familiar, vaguely familiar with the idea of like name as an icebreaker, 
less so than you, but I think the frustrating thing there is that the conversation inevitably goes down like a few well-trod paths and you kind of know what's, it's not really a pick your own adventure. You just kind of know where it's going. Can you walk me through the kinds of obvious jokes or questions that people make or ask? Yeah. Well, there's, in middle school, I remember this girl who my sole relationship with her was that she would find me in the halls and she would run up and grab me and say that she was holding, holding, holding. <laughs> Which I, uh, I, I don't, I don't remember anything else about that. Girl. <laughs> so I'm not sure about the impact, um, but yeah, right. It's always, you know, are you holding on uh, a lot of, a lot of dick jokes um, depending on how the age of the crowd, a couple like drug references, like, are you holding that is something people might've said in the nineties, maybe. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know. Those are probably the main ones, the main ones. Those are the ones that happen. Like the, the, the fun ones are when you fun, when you encounter a person, I never worked in tech, so names are not always Mike or Sarah. Um, and it's fun when you, when you can sort of have that camaraderie over the shared experience of an annoyance that is an introduction conversation mm-hmm. but yeah no those are probably the, the the main ones for better or worse there is a lack of creativity there's only so much you can do with the verb hold and i think people sort of just latch on to that <laughs> yeah have there ever been times where you just like got sick of it basically people ask me sometimes you know why not just go by <laughs> which is a, 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 a pretty normal name, I guess. Um, in college, there was some, I considered it like when, you know, I'm trying to reinvent myself as a 19 year old or whatever. And I was sort of sick of being what I saw as a uh, center of, I was very egotistical, <laughs> but I sort of thought like I was this like special person because I had been dealt this hand Um I think now, now at least on like the some of the subreddits I read, it's referred to as like main character syndrome, mm-hmm. where you sort of feel like people who are in your life are like their maybe their actions are like dependent on the types of things that you do. And it's also maybe solipsism in a way. But I did always feel a sort of like, oh, by default, I have something interesting to say because of my name. And then as you get older, that perspective shifted to, oh, I have an interesting name, so I should try to have something interesting to say. The, the joy is then that the internet, you, you sort of can be authentically anonymous. Like I can be holding holding on the internet and no one really cares. Um, and I've also learned that no one uh gives a shit about me so i can be like <laughs> i am not like this special word i'm the same as anyone else and i just happen to have this 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 strange label and it's it's weird culturally too right because like in the middle east of course uh you know you see muhammad muhammad mm-hmm. very frequently or even muhammad 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 um so so people from who are not native to the united states it is not always a, a shock there are people in my company who have the same first and last name that we have a group together and there's like a couple hundred people. Um, so it, it is nice to have that reminder that it is not all that different. 
Um, although it does make for, like I said, it's it's a great icebreaker if I'm if you are in the mood to to break the ice. <laughs> Hello, and thanks for listening. My name is Holden Holden, and I'm a Defector subscriber. It's the easiest way to make fun of Drew McGarry. I know he reads all those comments. If you want to support Defector and get your first month for 99 cents, go to defector.com slash name dropping. Do you feel like a special kinship with your grandfather? Because you, like, twice over? Hmm. I was raised Mormon, um, and and genealogy and research in your family tree are pastimes, I guess, in the Mormon community. In part, so they can find people who are unbaptized and then baptize them into Mormonism posthumously. But I don't put a lot of stake into personal history or lineage. Really, I don't intend on having kids. I have a younger brother who has a normal name like Cameron. <laughs> I also do not think he is having children. So for all intents and purposes, like the Holden bloodline ends here. And like, that doesn't really bother me either. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's true that the Holden name, I mean, William Holden is a, is a, was accomplished and there were like Holdens in the civil war and stuff. And that can be traced, but it doesn't, that doesn't mean a ton to me um, because we've sort of in spite or despite of all those achievements we're still sort of like in the place that we are now (laughs) um so i'd rather i guess try and focus on maybe improving the present that sounds very pretentious but (laughs) but yeah no not a lot of uh familial connection for me is there anything particular in your life that kind of led you to that view that made you see that as less of a important kind of organizing principle for your life yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, like I said, I didn't. I didn't know my dad too well. I don't know anything about his side of the family. I actually, just did a twenty three and Me to sort and like waiting the results to sort of see, like, get a cursory idea of what what those people were like. Um, so there's fifty percent right there. And then on the family I do know about, they lived in in Florida for most of my childhood, where we lived in Pennsylvania, and so the physical separation was a factor and. We didn't, boy, my mother was, uh, despite being raised Mormon, she also had jobs like working like in the carnival. Um, so we moved around a lot. And so that sort of lack of a fixed point maybe contributed to no long lasting relationships, whether it's with family or with others. Um, and then maybe that viewpoint sort of cascaded into, into what it is now. That would be my, that's my first, that's my first guess. I worked at a carnival too. Actually, that was my first job when I was seven. I um, I worked for I did the duck pond. Maybe you're familiar. You yeah, yeah. for the prize duck. And I, did you guys uh, work together? Um, no. Well, at the same at the same carnival, but not like like I ran that the process of picking up ducks by myself. <laughs> <laughs> was there a secret to the duck pond game, or uh, am I going to get? Soon. Oh yeah, I guess. I don't Did know you sign an NDA? How 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 long is that binding? <laughs> Big Carnival's like, gonna um, come after our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're past the statute of limitations for carny rules. Um, the 
at least at, at the one I ran, it was numbers one through six on the bottom. Like six was the highest prize, and one was like a whatever lollipop. Um, there were probably fewer sixes than ones. I guess is the <laughs> is the secret. Yeah, I guess that's not actionable. No, yeah, no one can come after me for that. <laughs> Did you ever attempt to give yourself a nickname? Hmm. Or were you ever stuck uh, with one by someone else? Definitely the second. I did I ever try? There was a there was a there were a couple of teachers in my middle school who were very into nicknames, like to the point where they would not learn the real student, like the real names of students. And instead, the first day of class, like he would look at you and he would be like, Okay, I'm calling you whatever. And then he'd put that on a laminated sheet of paper. And then you tape it to the front of your desk. And in that class, that's your name for the whole year. <laughs> so he gave me the nickname Cosmo. Uh, my hair was, well, you can't really, my hair was longer at the time. And I'm assumingly about Kramer. Uh, maybe personality-wise too, that has something to do with it. Um, so I kind of like that. The teacher was the only person to do that. So I'm I, pretty successful to say it didn't stick. But there's another teacher in middle school who started calling me Holden Squared. And people still do that to this day. And so that, I guess that's a nickname. It's like just a different way to say Holden. Yeah, Holden. I think that, that counts. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, so that one, that one has some, that one has some heft, some, some long lasting. Um, how often do you encounter a situation where people think you're messing with them? Mm, yeah. Uh, at one point we had a, we had a substitute teacher and I had a reputation of a prankster, mm-hmm. I guess, but she was taking role. And so I was like, my name's Holden Holden. And she said, no, that can't be true. Like, what is, what's your real name? And the rest of the class was f- for one of the few times, very supportive of me. And we're like, no, that's his real name. She sent me to the principal's office because she did not believe wow. me. <laughs> And so I go, I go in the office and the secretary is like, okay, what'd you do? And I was like, I told her about my name. <laughs> <laughs> I responded to a roll call. <laughs> One time the, uh, a previous job, we had a, um, an accountant that refu- just refused to believe me. And so on my, on my paychecks, she put because yeah, that was the choice that she made. Which was not that big of a deal at the time. When it came to filing taxes, though, the IRS is very particular that your name needs to match. <laughs> um, so that, and even after, like, I worked there for two and a half years or two years, uh, never, never once, just, just kept, and so that was that what, was frustrating. So, did you ever go back and complain? Like, did you figure out what was the source of her resistance? Like what, what's going on? Oh, I should have asked. She, um, uh, there was a language barrier. And so maybe that had something to do with it. Um, but no, the, the, the gist of the conversation would be like, Hey, I really need you to put Holden on the paychecks. And then she would like respond to the, like an email chain was like, okay, yeah, I'll make that change. And then two years of, of really just that same conversation <laughs> over and over <laughs> Just unable to accept it in her head. Yeah, yeah just refusing. Outright this can't refusal. be. <laughs> that is going to be, it kind of leads to a question I had, which was, 
how your name does versus technology? Like, are there online forms or something else that you're doing through some kind of form where it'll just reject your name? Yeah, dude. Um, uh, forms do not like duplicate entries. If I'm like applying for like a loan and I have to use my full name, they do not accept two middle names. So in many online databases, I'm just like holding, holding, um, yeah, I, I, I have a lot of trouble sometimes, which is great. I mean, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anytime I'm filling out a form on the internet, I just wish it took more time and <laughs> required more workarounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just give me more forms. Um, what was kind of the highest stakes version of that? It sounds like getting a loan would have been a pain. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, the paychecks in the IRS was a big one because I had to, I mean, no one ever wants to call the IRS, but that took probably a few. I actually, I thought I was pretty impervious to, um, to things like identity fraud. Um, Cause I thought that the effort needed to sort of become a Holden Holden was not worth the whatever payoff that the person got. But a week ago, my debit card got stolen in like Greece. And it was, so I, once again, I'm reminded that I am not special, <laughs> um, but that is, that was always like a sort of armor I thought I had, but as far as the, the other way around where it was challenging. Yeah. I, I guess dealing anything with money. And when you have to call someone to explain that, and like provide like photo proof is sort of disheartening in a way that is hard to explain. We kind of talked about like the big stakes difficulties, but are there any other like small stakes annoyances that happen in your day-to-day life that we haven't asked about? Hmm. Well, you know, at this point I, I sort of enjoy the, the time between handing someone like identification and then, like you can sort of see the question like <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes they don't, they don't give a shit. Like they don't care. <laughs> you, you live yeah. for the thrill of handing someone your ID. Yeah. That's yeah. Especially in the pandemic. Like this is the only enjoyment <laughs> I get. <laughs> I just, I work in tech. So I spend a lot of my time online and sort of in an equivalent of Slack. Um, and, and it does get some questioning or some confusion. Like if I'm meeting someone for the first time, they're like, oh, it looks like there's an, like an error in your, in your username or like, oh, you fill out this form incorrectly. And did you mean to put like something else there? And um, so those are, those can be frustrating because when, when people assume like I've made a mistake <laughs> as opposed to just like, listen, this is the person that I am. Yeah, I was kind of wondering um, though, because it might I feel like gradually over time, it might get irritating where everybody always thinks you're wrong about this one thing where <laughs> you know that you're absolutely correct. Yeah. And it's nice. It, it, maybe that's true because it is sort of one of the few things that I feel very confident about that I am like accurate. <laughs> you're a world authority on, on this subject. Yeah. That's, that, yeah. My claim to fame. Um, but, you know, like I said, it's hard to, it, there's no real point in getting mad anymore. Um, it doesn't, no one really benefits from that kind of reaction. And like, then I'll just like dwell on it for the rest of the day and be like, Oh, they were just asking like an innocent question. And I'm here. I am being an asshole about it. Um, so I try and take it. I try and take it in stride at this point, unless you go out of your way to sort of, and there have been people mm-hmm. who like, 
I can remember like high school bullies and like the holding my dick line was pretty constant throughout my teenage years. And that gets old, mm-hmm. you know, but now, you know, 20 years out of high school or whatever it is, no one really treats you like that as an adult, fortunately. <laughs> We got to some of these already, but we wanted to play a little game that we play with our guests where we ask you how you introduce yourself in various situations. You need a host? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you can be, you can be yeah. the host and the respondent. Okay, host. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let, let's say you walk into the bank and they ask you what your name is. Okay. Yeah, it's um, so my first name is Holden. It's H-O-L-D-E-N. And then my last name is also Holden, spelled the same way. Yeah. And then so they're writing and they're, or they're like typing and they're like, okay, Holden. And then, the, then they give you the, then it's the look. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, oh, okay, oh, that's interesting. Or, oh, all right, hang on. And then, yeah, that would be, that's, I spell it out the first time. So then the second time is maybe less of a shock. Yeah, you feel like you're really like laying down the groundwork to like cushion their shock there. Gotta make it easy for people. Mm, that's courteous. <laughs> Let's say you are on the phone trying to get some customer service. Mm, I just went through this with, um, with the fraud. Thing? With the, yeah, with the fraud, um, and it was challenging because they. Okay, so okay, I call them like hello, hey, and uh, hey, um, my name's Holden, and I, I, you know, I had some fraud. Like, okay, okay, let me look up your account. Uh, what's your last name? I'm like, okay, it's Holden. It's H O L D E N. Like, okay, what's your first name? Um, uh, well, it's also Holden. It's spelled the same way. Oh, okay. Sorry. What's what's uh, what's your last name? It's no. They're both they're both Holden. <laughs> they're spelled the same way. It's H O L D E N. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I see that now. <laughs> oh, damn. Kind of like a who's on first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but it's always it's always holding on first. <laughs> you get this kind of. Leads to a minor deviation, but do you get people spelling it mis- or misspelling it all the time? A lot of hold on, mm. just because that's you know something people can can grasp. Mm-hmm. But other than that, there's been a shift as I get older where people sort of accept it more easily, and maybe who knows what that says about anything. <laughs> but it has been, it, there have been less. Or maybe it's because I've been in the house for two years. Um, but <laughs> there, there have been fewer questions. Is that when the turning point was? Somewhere around like the March pandemic. 2020? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weirdly, right around March. So you're meeting a friend of a friend. Mm. Ooh, so it depends. So there are a couple, I have a couple friends who really, who really relish this moment (laughs) or like we'll be at a we'll be at a restaurant or something and like the waiter will be like okay which one of you is smith which one of you is holden and then they'll look and i have a very specific buddy i'm thinking of who will just be like oh okay ask him ask him his first name ask him his first name show him the idea pull out the idea um or they'll introduce me and they'll be like hey holden this is michelle and she'll be like oh holden that's it that's a cool name and and the friend will be like, ask him what his last name. Sure, I think I did. Come on. <laughs> so that's, I mean, it's, is that fun? Uh, yeah. 
As long as it's not consistently aggravating you, I think you can yeah, be a judge. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say you are on a date. Mm. I've been with the same partner for six years, so it's been a little while. But it is true that uh, dating before was not through an app. So it would be something like, um, well, they usually know. Like they, it would be weird if they didn't know. <laughs> like, and, and then we get to our first like one-on-one conversation. But there have been times when people people would like think I'm joking the first time I say it. And then you get into a more maybe like intimate setting or like you're talking one-on-one or wherever. And it comes up otherwise. And they'd be like, wait, wait, I always thought, like, I thought you were kidding. Is that, is your first and last name are the same? And then you pull out the idea and then it's fun for everybody. So, so basically there's been like this unknown period of time where they just thought you were playing them. <laughs> like, they had no clue who I like was. Weeks, months. <laughs> yeah. They agreed to meet me at a restaurant <laughs> despite not knowing my true identity. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you. No, it's been fantastic. I I, I, I don't I don't talk about mm-hmm. it too often in depth like this. Yeah. Most people don't care. <laughs> but uh, it has been you have I have learned things about myself too, so thank you for the opportunity. Thanks for listening to Name Dropping. You can email us at namedropping at defector.com. This podcast was produced by Alex Sujong Laughlin. Thanks to Projects Editor Justin Ellis and Editor-in-Chief Tom Lay and the rest of the Defector staff. Defector Media is a collectively owned, subscriber-based media company. If you love this podcast and want to support us, subscribe to Defector at defector.com.